Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. All right, brand new I Am Rapport Stereo podcast is coming up next. Me and G. Moody are going to talk more NBA Finals. A guy almost died by getting bit by a snake that he had decapitated. Starbucks is raising their prices. Plus, the Charlo twins, Jamel and Jamal, are in the gloom tomb. Jamel is fighting Saturday night in L.A. versus Austin Trout. It's going to be a tough fight. The Charlo twins talk a lot of shit, and they back it up. They came to L.A., sat down with me in the gloom tomb. That and so much more on a smash mouth. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Miles Jordan, start the show off with a banger. Ah, Let me tell you something. After a long podcast on the golden mics, I like to wind down with a bottle of wine from Wink Wine Club. I got my Wink Wine Club membership. This is the official wine club of the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, our new long-term partner. I love the wines that they have sent me from the Wink Wine Club. You've heard me talk about it before. I'm a red and rosé man myself. I also get my cider from Wink. If you love great wine at a great price, visit Wink and take the 20-second palate profile quiz to get instant recommendations based on your tastes. 
Wink is offering our audience members who are over 21, of course, and live in the United States a $22 credit plus complimentary shipping on your first order of four bottles of wine. As a new member of Wink, I love my wine. And I love the Wink Wine Club. The wine is delicious and it comes right to my door. So when I want it, it's there. Go to trywink.com forward slash dingo. That's trywink.com, T-R-Y-W-I-N-C.com forward slash dingo. Wine makes everything taste and feel better. Go to trywink.com forward slash dingo. All right, we're back. The Disco 2, we are back. My name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. the Gringo Mandingo. A.k.a. the Bill Lane Beer of podcasting. A.k.a. the Jake LaMotta of podcasting. I'm here with G. Moody, whose last name rhymes with duty. Yeah, no doubt. Three-time podcast co-host of the year. Yep. Title is Relinquished. Somebody else can win it. Nah, nah. Uh, I'm gonna have to put your name in the hat, even if you don't want me to. We're we're, we're not giving up the fucking title. All right, fuck it. I'll win it again. Yeah, because these guys think that they you give them the title. Next thing you know, this that they change the rules. There's no swimsuit contest. You always thrive <laughs> in the swimsuit contest. It's not happening. Uh, yes, it's not happening. We need you out there in your banana hammock in the, or, in the podcast co-host of the year a swimsuit contest. Um. Of course, we got to discuss the NBA Finals. Um, what can I say? Uh, just just 24 hours ago, G. Moody uh, predicted uh, that the <laughs> Cavaliers would win the next three games, push it to seven games. Yeah. And, and lo and behold, that didn't happen. Uh, yeah. No. I, I made my concession speech on Instagram. I made a, a video conceding uh, they're going to lose this 3-0 uh, all hope is lost, but oh. LeBron has. Oh, but well, LeBron fuck, has fuck, nothing fuck, to. Fuck Instagram, please, please uh, make make a reconcession uh, too, please. <laughs> yeah, uh, I said uh, LeBron has nothing to be ashamed of. No. Uh, he did everything humanly possible to win, but one guy can't be can't beat five players by himself. The other players are trash. Um, not NBA players, not NBA caliber. No, but LeBron. Has nothing to be ashamed of, and he's also playing with a mildly retarded player. So that puts him the best. He brought a retarded player to the finals and actually won him a chip a few years ago. So LeBron, hold your head high. Come to the Knicks and bring the Knicks a championship. Well, um, I'm going to say this, and I've given it a lot of thought. Um, First of all, and I'm going to just rattle off a couple of things about LeBron James. Why does LeBron James, the chosen one, the king, the quote-unquote goat, why does he refuse to guard Kevin Durant? In game three, no. In game three, and I I researched it, I fact-checked it. I broke rule number one of the iron. He refuses to guard Kevin Durant. Anytime there's a pick, anytime there's an opportunity to get away from Kevin Durant, he'll gladly remove himself from guarding Kevin Durant. 
He doesn't want that smoke with Kevin Durant. Last year, we talked about it. In game three, when Kevin Durant pulled up in his grill, you could see, he knows Kevin Durant. Remember when they used to practice shirtless together when Kevin Durant was on OKC? Those videos would pop up and the pictures would pop He knows Kevin Durant, what kind of shooter he is. Yeah. Kevin Durant was lighting it up. Steph wasn't playing good. LeBron, guard this dude. Just like, just like Kevin Durant in the last two games, game two and three, he stepped up to the challenge. Just like JaVel McGee stepped up to the challenge. Yeah, he beat JaVel. He threw it off the backboard out of desperation, caught it, made the highlight reel. It means nothing. That's number one. Guard Kevin Durant. You, you really like the You really are this guy, Kevin Durant. A guy who went to an 80-win team that didn't need him. And, 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 and for me... All the championships you win, B, should have an asterisk because you went to a team that didn't need you for less money. That is the ultimate sucker shit. Oh, so, the, of course, the, you're going to win. Don't, don't count his pockets, dude, because he's making course, money hand over of fist. And, he, and those dudes in win. Silicon Valley are making so much money. I, I said something about win. that. That's real. I said something about that months ago. That whole thing, like they're hooked up in Silicon Valley. They're hooked up in Silicon Valley. Check this out. Let me, let me pose this question to you. All right. Because you said this a couple of weeks ago. You said Let's go. LeBron's going to leave, and he's either going to go to Philly or Houston, and he's going to win the chip again. Yeah. Why? Why leave? Why oh, not stay? Oh, you, let, let me answer it. I'll gladly answer that. He came back to his city, not for no Dan Gilbert. He loves Ohio. He brought them a championship. They never had nothing. Asterisk. So the work, the work is complete. Now, he can't be Michael Jordan. He can't go six. He can't eclipse him. But he could go to other franchises and win championships like that. There's no, no guarantee one has done with that. LeBron winning a championship. If, what did what, you say? I said there is no guarantee LeBron James winning a championship. It depends on the team he goes to. It depends right now, on the team he, he goes to. But if, look at the chaos that he brings. The chaos. What? To what? You bring his uh, the economy fucking... Uh, balloons, everybody gets good money. The That's city in is Cleveland. Well. That's in Cleveland. Miami, every, Miami didn't any need him city for the economy. Go. I'm saying this. I'm saying this. It's all but certain that LeBron is either going to go to Los Angeles, Philly, or Houston. To do what? To win a championship. Win. At this and, point. And, and, and because of him. At this not point. Not anyone else. He, he's, he's, living in a, like, he's living in the same version of banging his head against the wall that Russell Westbrook is living in. Nah. He's banging his head against the wall. And check this out. Check this out. It was his decision to get rid of little Isaiah Thomas. It was his decision to get rid of Jay Crowder. It was his decision to let D. Wade go. It was his decision to clear the roster. He makes all the shots. (laughs) He makes the decision. (laughs) That's a fact. Everybody knows that. Little Tattoo had to go. Why? Little Tattoo, you don't think Little Tattoo would win him some games versus the Golden State Warriors? No. (laughs) Who who the fucking Little Tattoo guard? We're talking about the playoffs, B. Yo, he can guard guard Steph Curry. He could guard Steph Curry. He could also put up 40 for you just like he did in Boston. I'm saying this is my thing about LeBron James. The more I look at it, I don't think. Listen, he's a pass-first dude, and he knows he makes the right plays, but... Even J.R. Smith and the other day, Rodney Hood was like, it's, it's, it's a lot of pressure playing around LeBron James, and we made jokes about it. But I don't think he brings out the best in his teammates. 
He got these dudes wearing suits. He got Rodney Hoods on the bench pouting. J.R. Smith doesn't know what the fuck is going on. He's trading dudes in the middle of the season. He brings, he, in, bring- he brings in Kendrick Perkins to be like his fucking goon. Sit the fuck down, Kendrick Perkins. Why is he even on the team? He brings. He doesn't bring the... the uh, that's crazy statement you talking, man. Yo, Yo why did, why did Isaiah guys- and D-Wade leave? You don't think Isaiah Thomas and D-Wade would be helpful right now? D-Wade wanted to go back to Miami. Yeah, but there's a reason why. If that's his man, 50 grand, like, yo, come rock with me and win this championship. Here's another thing. D-Wade openly said this over and over and over. When he was in Miami and, and LeBron came there, I sacrificed. I sacrificed for the betterment of the team. It's a yeah. team game. If you want to watch one-on-one sports, watch Michael Phelps swim. Watch Rafael Nadal. Go watch some fucking ping pong. There's plenty of one. This is a this is a team sport. What are you talking about? Yo, so he's a chucker? No, yo, I'm saying he's not bringing out the best in his teammates. Get the fuck. What game are you watching? How this is he guy, bringing out the best in his teammates? These I'll guys tell are you. scared to make a mistake I'll around I'll tell him. you. I'll tell you. Yo, this dude puts them guys in the positions to make the shots. Now, Michael Jordan... Wouldn't pass because he has that different, kick. different style of basketball. Wait, you let, can't let, compare let the fucking, two. Let me fucking make the point. Then you could go back. Yo, you said he don't make these guys better. What the fuck else he got to do? He's doing everything. He's uh, uh, making passes. He's rebounding. These guys cannot score, and you blame it on him. But what if he was a fucking chucker and just shooting ill-advised shots? Yo, then what would you he's say? He's looking like a chucker. He's no, he starting isn't. to look like a chucker. He just no, he barreling isn't. his but way to the rim. He's down three zip. Just he's like, got to average. He got to hit a hundred. Just like the great Rod Strickland said on the premium episode, listen, guys, I don't want you living in FOMO. And I'm, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wave the little carrot in front of you. You should, you should have subscriptions to premium. It's two ninety nine a month. We had the great Rod Strickland the other day, and he brought up Chris Dudley. Remember Chris Dudley who wasn't shit. Oh yeah, and he said one time when I was playing with Chris Dudley. I jumped and I grabbed the rebound away from him. And Chris said to him, yo, don't fucking do that shit. And then, he, you know, later on in the locker room, Chris Dudley explained to him, and Rod said this on the premium episode this past Wednesday. He said, Chris Dudley said, yo, that's what I do. I rebound. I don't do much. Don't take my rebounds away from me, Rod. And Rod was like, I got it. I understood that. What I'm saying is, listen, I've complimented LeBron James above and beyond. But what I'm saying is just similar. It's not, it's not as extreme but just similar to the way Russell Westbrook has guys standing around watching them, LeBron James in this series in particular, the same thing. And yeah. I don't think he and I don't think he has brought out the best of his teammates. And when he leaves Cleveland, you'll watch next year. Kevin They'll Love win 20 will be back. Games. Kevin Love, will, they're gonna lose, of course, because their coach isn't even a coach. That's his homeboy. Yo, you crazy. Rodney Hood averaged 17 points a game before he came to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yo, those guys. Has, have proven to the world that they ain't shit. And that's the bottom line. You got a guy scoring 75% of the offense. Not just he scores, assists, rebounds. I would love to play with that dude. I'd be fucking scrapping. No, you Me wouldn't. Him, you I'd be you like, yo, you'd be standing yo, I would, yo, and at I'd the last good. second, this guy throws you the nah, ball. Nah, I'd feel good because I know, yo, money's going to make the right play. I just got to play hard and make my shots, and the ball is coming. 
These dudes ain't shit. You can't compete. You, you can't compete and get on that guy's level to try and win. He got to hit 60. He got to have 13 assists. He got to have fucking 15 rebounds. What the fuck are you doing out there? It should be five LeBrons. The rest of them dudes ain't shit, and they've proven it to the world. LeBron James, his legacy has increased with this shit, man. Mm, okay. Well, I'm, I'm letting you know that uh, uh, he, he's, he's going to be ring chasing again this summer. And he'll put himself in the best position to win. And just like Charles Barkley said, he, he goes, LeBron, Charles Barkley said after the game, LeBron James started this big three bullshit and now it's biting him in the ass. And Kevin Durant just made the best decision. Yeah. He made yeah, and he right. don't he don't want to be the dude. He don't need he to be he and, can't. Yes, he, he can't can. carry. He can't carry no motherfucking Who team. Who can carry a and team? And he knows it. Who can carry he gotta a team? Go, he got he to gotta piggyback and Who? go to the 80-win team. Who? And you giving him props. Who carries That's a how, team? You Allen don't know Iverson? the fucking game, B. You, yo, you go to an 80-win team, of course you're going to win and you're one of the best players in the league. Can Steph but why carry don't you team? carry the team? Can Steph carry a team? No. Can Klay Thompson carry a team? No. Could Kobe Bryant carry a team? Yeah. Could could Allen Iverson carry a team? They got they got lost in five games in the finals. He never went back. I, Iverson definitely he did. He did. These, these are fucking what? These but they are didn't win. They didn't win. The Kobe Eastern won. Conference is a fucking joke, right? Every year he makes it. They didn't win. And 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 that three to one comeback. That's an asterisk too. Oh no, it ain't. Yes, he it did is. it. Kyrie did his thing. Oh, I thought it was a team game, right? <laughs> yeah, what that's what I'm talking about. He got Listen. Draymond suspended. The Golden State Warriors folded, and Kyrie did his thing. Your dude is nice, but he ain't all that. All right, all right. Let me let me say this last thing. You said he started this shit. I disagree with you and your man Barkley. You know who started this shit? Malone, Gary Payton. When they all teamed dudes up, were 40 that's when years all that old, shit. Man. And and Ray Allen and uh uh KG thirteen and years in Paul the league. Pierce. That was way before LeBron. But thirteen your man, years in the wait, league. I want to make this last point. But your man, who you're trumpeting as some kind of all timer, this motherfucker went to the team that beat him three one. You go to the that team, and you said when San Antonio lost to uh, Miami with LeBron, you were screaming at the screen, oh, I hope Tim Duncan doesn't retire. Come back and get together and gear up and beat them. So why your man left? The same reason why everybody else leaves OKC. Uh, yeah, all right. The same reason why Paul George, his, his, his L.A. homeboy, one and done. I'm not fucking with this. The same reason I, why I, James Harden, he got out when he was young. I'm not fucking with this. The same reason why Victor Oladipo, I'm not fucking with this. I, I, I'm with you on Westbrook. I understand And that. it's the same shit with LeBron. He's going he gonna to keep doing it. And, and if I'm Philadelphia, I don't bring no, him No, he's going there. to the Knicks. If, if he goes to the Knicks, well, where, where are you going to be? If he goes to You're the gonna Knicks, be right I'm going to have to go to church. If, if he goes <laughs> to the Knicks, I'm going to have to go to church and synagogue and wrap my head around that. Okay, <laughs> but I don't right think he's going to go to the Knicks because I just, I just don't think it's lined up correctly. And I think as great as LeBron James is, he'll be going into his 16th year at some point. Just like everybody else, he's going to slow down. The reality of it is he ain't going to the Knicks, but I've thought about that. I've already got a three-pronged plan. Therapy, church, synagogue, and I will cleanse my soul and my palate and root for the Knicks and David Fisdale uh, to kick ass. But we, we, they, they, he's not even in the, they're not even in the conversation. You never know. You never know. Hey, LeBron, if, makes, if, LeBron if, makes the choice. If he, if he went to the Knicks, they need to give David Fisdale a statue the day they sign. 
Because that's all Fisdale. They need to give him a statue the day, the day that LeBron signs. I want to talk about your man Kendrick Perkins. What? What? Yo, Kendrick Perkins. What? The fuck is you doing, man? I like yo. You 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 talking shit to little dudes? Steph Curry, you popping shit to st- move your feet, money. You're not playing. You're not in game shape. You're there to be like a like a like a bodyguard dude talking shit to the heckling players. He, Kevin Durant said he's heckling them and you know giving them the finger and all this shit. Make it sit the fuck in the locker room, man. Yeah, no, I ain't fucking with KP, man. <laughs> you talk all that shit. Go ahead, you talk it. <laughs> KP is on injured reserve. And he's supposed to do that because he can't contribute to the team. So you got to do something. He's a fucking fuck, goon, man. I like the way KP he if you to want. Drake. But you, 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 you fucking with Steph. Steph is 185 pounds, man. You, move your feet, man. He's he's on the court. You got to move your feet, Duke. Move, nah. your, move your motherfucking, move your big no. ass feet, man. Yo, we down. We down 3-1, 3-0. Yo, put your foot up under my man. He got, he got weak ass ankles. Let's see what we could get his ass out the game. That's what we got to do now. Scott now we got to bloody all that up bullshit. the game. We got to right. bloody up the game because them dudes are soft, man. Soft. Who, who, who's your goon? Tristan Thompson? Tristan? KP? These guys got to start start doing shit. Well, if it's Tristan, Tristan, KP is a goon. Tristan Thompson, yo, I'm going to tell you something. I said this about him last year. He spent all that time doing little tricep curls. I, I, I fuck with Snapchat. I watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. He's doing all these little rubber band exercises and, and tricep curls with your whiz. You still do not have one offensive move. The other night in game three, he got that rebound. He mm-hmm. couldn't set his feet to turn around and do a little jump, but he has no offensive skill set. This guy yes. got in the NBA because he's a fucking, because he's just a big, burly, uh, <laughs> a, 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 like, rebounder dude, but he don't want to improve his game, but he's working out in the back. You learn how to do a little. A little jump hook, Duke. Yeah. I- improve your game, man. Help help my guy out. Exactly. He's leaving. Now you're going to be uh, on a 15-win team next year. Send him year. to Sacramento, man. Fuck that 15-win shit. Like, send his <laughs> ass to Sacramento, man. Um, One of my... Uh, uh, well, one of my favorite football players, primarily because of his name, speaking of Cleveland, uh, a re-signed with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, our guy, Duke Johnson. Uh, uh, obviously, anybody named Duke Johnson, uh, we're, we're going to get love. Yeah. Um, and Cleveland, uh, 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 the Cleveland Browns, I suspect uh, they'll uh, improve four games, maybe five games this year. But I want to give a shout out to uh, our guy, Duke Johnson. Uh, I've always, Like I said, I've always been a fan of him just because his name is Duke. And Julian Edelman, friend of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, it's very, it's very documented. It's very well documented how much me, G. Moody, uh, the Dust Brothers as well, Miles and Jordan, we can't stand the Patriots, but we fuck with Julian Edelman. Yeah. Somebody course. out there trying to throw salt in his name. Uh, he, he might be up for possible suspension. We don't know if it's true. We don't know if yeah. it's not true. But we fuck with you no matter what. We fuck yeah. with Julian Edelman. First of all, I call him Jewish Julian Edelman. Second of all, he came and did one of the best podcasts uh, we've ever been a part of. And I, I, how could you? How could you hate on Julian Edelman? He just yeah. tore his whole shit. Maybe he had a little fish, and they did a little test, and, yeah. and the fish gave like he had some bacteria in the fish. Let Julian live. Yeah, I don't believe none of that shit. Je, keep doing your thing. We we like Suge Knight said, we riding with you. And, and Ian Rappaport, yo, watch your motherfucking mouth. Keep keep Julian Edelman's name out your mouth, Duke. Right, right. 
Let him let, let, let him do his time and come back and catch the footballs, man. Yeah, we need to we need to retest the test they gave him. Ian Rappaport and all these insiders. Keep keep Julian Edelman's name out your motherfucking mouth, Duke. <laughs> um, I wanted to do a follow-up to something uh you discussed the other day. We've discussed this a bunch. Since people talked about it happening, now it's actually happening. And the other day, Moody, you brought this up. Um, okay. Sex with robots. Is, <laughs> it, there's, there's, there's a, there was an article written the other day. The downsides. <laughs> the downsides of sex with robots. Yeah. I didn't need to read the article. Because if you don't know the downside of having a sex with a robot, then... then the fact that you could catch an, a, a disease and the fact that you could burn your dick from having sex with a robot, you deserve it. Yeah. They're yeah. saying that, that, that these having sex with robots, a $15,000 robot, by the way. Mm-hmm. Imagine, mm-hmm. imagine you're, so, you're so whacked out of your fucking mind. You're so socially isolated. <laughs> you're so socially dysfunctional that you need to spend 15 grand on a robot that you could freak off with. Like you, 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 I mean, this is so far out, but people are getting STIs and, and and it's also causing people to, uh, uh, normal. It's normalizing sexual deviancy because you could do, and of course say anything you want to a robot. And then when you get in the real world, you think shit is sweet. Shit ain't sweet. Shit is sweet in your bedroom with your little robot. When you go in the real world, you can't talk to people that way. Yo, social misfits. Yo, they hundred grand. They got hundred grand ones, man. I, I, it's bugged out. I don't know what kind of industry that is, but it's very lucrative. And like I said before, what if you had a stable of them and you set up a little shop? I don't see why you shouldn't. Right. I don't they're see why you shouldn't. Human That's a beings. good business. Yeah, they're not human beings. <laughs> it's like a rent a car business, like ages. Yeah. Like yo, you come in here, you got tall ones, short ones, fat ones. Spanish ones, ones with fat ass, ones with flat asses, whatever you're yeah. into, blondes, redheads. We, we got the whole thing. This yep. one's Brazilian. What do you mean? Hey, look at her. She's Brazilian. You can say anything. These guys are so nuts and desperate and lonely that you got to go to Avis, rent a robot. <laughs> Skeet freaks. And then it could they cause these people to be uh, uh, sexual deviants. Yeah. You're, you're already yeah. a sexual deviant if you're fucking with the robot. That's not from yeah. the robot. Infections, you get infections. These you get guys an infection be tearing them for fucking with a robot. Good. Yo, <laughs> these dudes be tearing them robots up, man. <laughs> it's been a hell of a year for Starbucks. Oh um, yeah, what happened? What happened? Yeah, tell well, me about well, this. Well, now, uh, uh, just the other day, Starbucks raised its price Uh-oh. of its coffee across many of its stores uh, throughout the United States. The standard coffee has rose. And price a few to a few cents, you know, it's it's cents, but you know, people, you know, they get used to something being a certain amount. People are in an uproar. Starbucks released a statement saying that it, it had nothing to do with the fact that they did the sensitivity training because that costs money to do the sensitivity training. Yeah, I think if- it has to do with the cleaning supplies that <laughs> they're needing for the bathrooms. Yeah, yeah, of course, man. It like like I said before, let's all sit back and watch the decline. This is the start of it. Prices go up, racial sensitivity galas. You you've shot and Howard Schultz has a has jumped ship, right? He's gone. He took his billions and he left. 
Yeah. He knows. He knows what's happening. He knows what's going to happen. They shot themselves in their foot. They painted themselves in the corner. And you can't get out of it now. So watch it decline. Sadly, it'll be gone. And, and Twitter, you know, people went on Twitter to complain uh, at Michelle J. Hill. She said, why did, my, why did my tall regular morning coffee go up 10%? No one mm. at the store seems to know. It's what the register rings up. The Grande Venti regular didn't go up. Zero notice. Of, they didn't have to tell you. It's yeah. just like zero notice of price increase. Yo, if, make your shit at home. It, she said, hashtag unacceptable. Don't go anymore. Hey, yeah, that's right. And it's going to be a protest now for everything. Yeah, protest is- because your coffee went up 10 cents, 20 yep. cents. No doubt. Yo, did you hear? You remember you, uh, you spoke about uh, Kanye went to uh, Wyoming, like for the, uh, a Wyoming ranch yes. for his l- listening party. Uh, the owners said... This guy was one of the worst guys they've ever had to deal with. It was the most confusing event that they ever held. The ranch had a policy that the music gets cut at 10 p.m. The guy started it at 9.30 p.m. And and there was also a policy that it had to be at 80 decibels, and they played it at 120 decibels, right? Yep, of course. And the ranch said they will have no more rappers. (laughs) Good job, Kanye. You ruined it for everybody, you fuck. Yep. And they said, we will have other events with good music. You see, when you go and misrepresent hip-hop music and hip-hop culture, you fuck it up for everybody. And I'm going to give an exclusive to the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast fans here. Somehow, some way, I don't know how, uh, uh, because you know he's releasing another album. I I believe it's him and Kid Cudi. Uh, who I'm not a big fan of. I don't dislike his music. I like. I just know that one song, "Day and Night." I so yeah. I know some people swear by him, um, but I I, <laughs> I I don't really fuck with him. But I don't have a problem with him. Um, right. But somehow, some way, Moody, I was invited to the Kid Cudi Kanye West listening party, which I believe uh, happened last night. Oh, did you go? Hell no, I wasn't going to that shit. And I, you I, have to go. Well, <laughs> the reason why I didn't go was because a <laughs> few reasons. Number one, how did we know it's not a setup? How did they know, like, yo, get Rappaport at this next thing and all the fucking, <laughs> all the freaks are going to try to jump me. All, all, <laughs> right. all the guys with the dyed hair and all that shit, they're, you know, they're going to try to jump me with their fucking Yeezy sneakers. Number yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, yeah. I said that if I went to one of these things, I was going to be the dude... That that I'm not gonna be bobbing my head like shit is sweet. So yeah, I, you ain't supposed to. Yeah, yeah it, I hear you. If, if I know the music is not for me, why am I gonna go to this? You, we 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 need you to go there to critique it. He wants people there because you know they all gonna be like, oh, he's the greatest. He's better than Earth, Wind, and Fire. But you should be there in the, in the back playing the wall and be like and writing notes. Give us the real deal. This shit is whack. You know, you can, you, that's what we need you there for. Hip-hop needs you to be there. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I, I was just like, yo, man, I, why am I going to go if I know I, I don't even fuck with Kid Cudi? Kanye's record was, I, yo, I know motherfuckers aren't still rocking with that. Shout out to the unofficial, official political correspondent, Eli Lake. He's, he, me and him been arguing all week. He says he still likes this record. I said, yo, you, you lost your fucking mind. Yo, maybe yeah, he's he, jet-lagged he, or something. Yeah, Eli's bugging. Um, but I, I made an executive decision not to go. I mean, maybe you and me should have went. 
yo, I want to go to one of those things and I want to just listen. I want to be, you know, um, um, fucking objective. Like, yo, this is his new music. I want to see check mark. Is it funky? Uh, DJ, is the turntables rocking? Um, is the rhymes on point? That's my standard. So I can judge it like that. <laughs> ah, well, maybe we'll go to the next one. But I got an invite and it, it had all like the details and you know the non-disclosure and all this shit. Oh, and I was like, I ain't oh, going to this shit, man. Yeah, yeah. It's not... Oh, yo. Uh, a man after your own heart. Yes. And I know, I, I know I wanna... where you're going. I want to give this guy the colitis rookie of the year. Oh, I don't know who this is. This, I thought you were going something else. Um, I call him Dogman, the public defecator. This guy got caught, you know, taking a crap. Somebody, he was doing it all fucking month. People just couldn't understand, yo, who the fuck is doing this? And leaving the shit there with the toilet paper and everything. So they set up a camera, and this is in Australia. Caught him. And come to be, it was a corporate executive, Andrew McIntosh, was outed yo. As, a pu- as a public defecate. And my only thing is, you told me about colitis and what. My only thing is, yo, clean that shit up, man. You can shit wherever you want. Huh. Nobody has to know. But to leave the tissue there is the ultimate disrespect. You saying, fuck y'all. So that's where the problem is. And, and, and to keep doing it day after day and not clean it up. Because if you clean it up, nobody know that you were there. But to do that is spiteful. And fuck you. So nobody has sympathy for your, 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 your colitis because why would you leave that there? Why, why do that? What, what, what's my man's name? Matthew? Andrew McIntosh, the yo, colitis rookie of the year. Yo, yo, Mac, Andrew Mac, listen, man, hold your head. All right, I, I, I understand what you were doing, okay? You, but you didn't listen to me. You don't. You must not be a subscriber. You need to get that three point position. You would have been good. They had you on infrared cameras, and now they caught you, and now they shamed you. You're a yeah. savage. You're an animal, and you're, you're also, you're a rookie, man. Shout out to Donovan Mitchell. Shout out to Donovan Mitchell, friend of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, was just named NBA Rookie of the Year by the NBA Players Association. I I don't know how this works because they have that stupid award show that's coming up at the end of June, two weeks after what will be the finals. But Donovan Mitchell uh, won the Rookie of the Year of the NBA Players Association. Maybe the players voted for him as Rookie of the Year. It, It should be. I'm glad he won. He's a rookie. The other guy is not a rookie. Donovan Mitchell won, and that's the guy who's the rookie of the year. And also, Case he's closed. just such an underdog, and his like he wasn't he wasn't hyped. He wasn't like the the, the big the big shit at the draft. No one was talking right. about him. They were talking about Jason Tatum and Lonzo Ball, and, and both those guys did their thing. But nobody was talking about Donovan Mitchell. And uh, congratulations to him. If you haven't heard the Donovan Mitchell I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, I suggest you listen to it because it's it's just a, his story is 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 dope. Yeah. Uh, once again, <clears throat> uh, a reason why I don't mess with animals, I don't mess with coyotes, I don't mess with stray cats, I will tend to a dog if I could get my hands on it, uh, but I don't like, I don't, I don't like wild animals. A guy in Texas had a rattlesnake in his garden, he got a knife. Cut the fucking rattlesnake's head off. Thought everything was over. Went to go clean it up. Was, was, was getting rid of the rattlesnake. And the decapitated head 
just the head, detached head of a rattlesnake bit this motherfucker. Huge dose of venom got in him. The dude was put into a coma, and he's still in the hospital. So when you see me running from the coyotes, you see me running from the deer, you see me arguing with the stray cats, this is why. This is what I have in my head, that you could get jumped. My wife was out there with the coyotes the other day in the mountains on a hike, and four of them were looking at her like they wanted that smoke. Like, you don't know what they could do. Like, they say, oh, well, they don't. Do- How do you know? They're Like, we, she was telling somebody, they, oh, don't worry. They're not going to bother you. How do you know? How, yep. how do you know you don't have a bad batch of coyotes that might have been on some shit? How do you know uh, they didn't eat something? And they, they're looking for that smoke. They want that. They want that. They want that work. They want yep. that action. You don't know. Stay. I, my, my advice is stay out of their habitat. Exactly. And, and if, if you see four coyotes and they're staring at you, be afraid. Be very afraid. <laughs> like, that's the, you like, oh, you don't, they're not going to do anything. You don't know that. And carry a, carry a firearm just to be safe. If they come at me, you're getting a hot one right between your fucking eyes. You go your way, I go my way. Yeah, but there's, carry- no, there's no read, like a BB gun, something, like a <laughs> something, a stun gun, something, just in case. And, and and where she was, it wasn't even like she wasn't even in the mountains. Like they they came down. Like it's not a place where they should be. So you know that they're looking for that work. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Yo, how do you feel? Uh, I wanted to tell you this. How do you feel about uh this? It was a, a girls' race, hundred meters. Two male transgenders came in came in first place and second place in a hundred meter girls' race. I. I, I, yeah, what, 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 I, I think, what is this? College or high school? What is this? This is like a, I think high school. Nah, nope. It's a travesty for the sport. It's a travesty all around. And I got a solution. Why don't they just have transgender, like separate races? Like, yo, the transgender race, the girls race, the boys race. Why don't they just do that and race against each other? Why are two male bodies racing against girls? And then you win, and then they get a trophy for that? Isn't that unfair? And what do you tell the girls? They're training just like you. It's just like that, that female uh, uh, transgender UFC fighter. It was a, used to be a man, went through all the surgeries uh, to become a woman, and she's in UFC beating the shit out of people, and, and the women are like, I've fought 10 years. I've never been hit like that by anybody. Because you're being hit by uh, somebody who has male strength still. Yeah. Yeah, this is bad, man. This is bad for sports. And I think somebody should come and say, listen, man, that shit is over. That's unfair. That's clearly unfair. This is biologically a man. And I don't give a fuck what you say. He got a dick. This is a man. I know how he feels. You said he feels like. So we got to have a a separate shit for them. Point blank. Motherfuckers be caving in. Just just set the tone. My my daughter, we had a game. She had a game. 12-year-old girls. Clearly this, uh, this, this was a dude. This dude was out there playing like fucking Clyde the Glide. This motherfucker was like Teen Wolf. And I'm looking at that shit, and I'm, everybody in the crowd, all the parents are like, yo, what the fuck, man? This guy crossing over, doing ill layups. And, and you know what I'm saying? It's like the ref is looking at me. I'm like, yo, why don't you call a tech? Get this motherfucker out the game, man. Fucking young Dr. J's out there. Yeah. Whack, right. man. All right. It's time. Miles Jordan, cue up the uh, sick fuck of the week music. 
This award is earned, not given. It's called the Sick Fuck of the Week. This guy's really sick. Lock him up. How could you do it? Don't let him out. Damn. You fucked the dog? You what? You fucked the dog? Why would you fuck the dog? Why would you fuck your girlfriend's dog? What? Sick fuck. The sick fuck of the week. It's earned. Earned. Not given. You did what? No. 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 Yes. There it is. Uh, for new listeners of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, this is the award-winning sick fuck of the week segment. This is an award that is earned, not given. It is an award that is earned, yes, but not given. I want to continue to uh, encourage all the fans and listeners. You know where to find us. If you have any suggestions for sick fucks of the week, you could DM me. You could DM Moody. You can email us. You can tweet us. We take all suggestions very, very seriously. In China, in China, and there's video of it. It's terrible. A three-month-old puppy was being dragged by its owner on camera. Like somebody was 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 seeing it. They were like on one of these like um, places when you're like high up, and like if you're at the the top of the World Trade Center, and they have like the, where you could see at the bottom. The puppy was confused, didn't know what the fuck was going on. This piece of shit dragged the puppy all across the place. It's on video, scared the shit out of the puppy, dragging it for like, you know, like hundreds of feet. The puppy's like terrified, terrified. And he's doing it. People were like, stop, pick it up. Like a little puppy that you could put in your... But this animal wanted to drag the puppy. You want to drag the puppy? We drag you. Congratulations. You sick fuck you. (laughs) Pick the puppy up, you lazy piece of shit. Yo, that is bananas, man. Um, but I got I got something else. Oh, go ahead. Oh, oh, you got one? Yeah. This shit is crazy. Um, we got a, a, a depraved sick fuck. This teen, Jordan, Jordan Carter, had a sleepover with his friend. His friend goes to sleep. Jordan creeps out of the room, goes into his mom's room, and says, What's good? He tries to have relations with his friend's mom in the room so he he jumps on her and tries to you know have sexual relations with her she she punches him in the face cops are called this is this i think this guy's like 15 he's now in jail jordan carter imagine you had a sleepover and your friend try to try to bag try to hit your moms yo and the mom punch him in the face yeah need him and got him out of there good the cops got him now he's in jail so now he's going to, oh, man. Woo. Woo. He's going to be baked in the, in, in the jail. Um, anytime a, a potential sick fuck of the week starts off with this, you know it's good. This happened in China. Uh, a naked man ran through a cafe, a, a little restaurant. How he got naked, when he got naked, nobody knows. It's like one of these little internet cafe coffee spots. 27-year-old naked man ran through the store wielding a knife. Listen, naked man with a knife, <laughs> you, you, you know you're in for some shit. Right. <laughs> um, fortunately, no one was severely hurt, but three people were cut. The man is still on the loose. So How? if you see a naked man in China... <laughs> 
running around, you know that this is your guy here. Yo, I I don't like if I see naked people in the street. I, I don't trust that. I, I don't feel like I'm I'm nervous by that. That makes me uncomfortable. How how is he still loose? Hey, <laughs> he got away. People, because people they don't. They, no one likes to go towards that. Right. People run away from that. Right. Um. Some sick fucks in uh, uh, the Mexican border uh, snuck into the United States. And not only did they sneak in, they had a duffel bag with a live tiger. Yo, the fuck you build, doing, man? You, build the not wall. Only they came in, they brought a tiger in a duffel bag. The tiger was alive. And, and they, had a, they, had, they had Shorty sedated. Hey, this, hey, this is what Trump is talking about. Build Yo. the wall. <laughs> uh, finally, in San Antonio, Texas... 27-year-old Star Perez, uh, you know, doesn't look like your conventional sick fuck. Um, She slashed her husband, not for talking to, not for actually being with, but for looking at other women. Star Perez was arrested. She's in jail and has not gotten her bail yet. Yo, you got to watch out. You you, got to watch out who who you get involved with. This woman, she said, the reason why I did it, because he was looking at other women. Like, you know she was bout it, bout it. Like, he didn't sleep with them. He didn't whistle at them. He's like, yo, I don't even want you looking at other other chicks. Oh, man. See, that that is a crazy person. And and, and when you get in a relationship like that, you just feel, oh, my God. (laughs) That's like you, you with Jack Nicholson. You're in The Shining. Yeah. Don't look. That, that's when you just run away, like, yo, I'm out. Just like, yo, I'm just, this is a person I shouldn't have got involved with, and goodbye. Um, Moody, I, I wanted to ask you one question. Before we get to the Charlo twins, um, will you be watching game four with a broom? No. Um, like I said, I was in a bar here. I'm going to go back to that same bar I went to in Lakewood. Um, no broom, and I don't think LeBron is going to win. But let's say... They beat them four games, rap. What's going to happen? What are you going to do? Nothing. I have nothing to say. I don't think that's going to happen. The likelihood of that happen, of course. But I think it's over. Is there, is there any reason why you don't want to watch the game with a broom? Because I think LeBron will hit 70 and they will win. All right. Well, I, I have a, uh, a variety of brooms I'm going to be watching the game with. I was so close to getting on a plane and heading out to Cleveland, but just the schedule was too tight uh, for me to do it. Uh, but I was really close. I predict LeBron benches himself with seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter and, <laughs> and, and waves, waves the flag. Um, and, I, I, and I will be watching the game. Uh, you know where to find me. I will be uh, celebrating. I wish Undisputed with Skip and Shannon came on Saturdays. Because after I get through with you, Moody, I, I, I need to find my man Shannon Sharp because I'm going for him next. He, 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 he's acting like he's part of the Cavaliers because I'm uh, going after him next. Yo, Shay, my man Shay, he likes Cavs just like me. And, um, yo, LeBron, the other guys, after this game, they need to be demoted to the G League. And, yo, LeBron, here's my suggestion. Let, let the general managers general manage and let the coaches coach. You don't have it all. You, you don't have it all figured out. You don't have the answers, Sway. Let them do their job. They're highly paid professionals just like you. Stop picking the players. Stop doing all that. 
Take, take a little step back. Otherwise, you're going to run yourself into the ground. It doesn't work. Scoring 51, averaging he 40. Has to. Yo, he has to. He needs to he get himself to in a that. better situation. He deserves better. He des- he des- your man deserves better. And, and the only way he's going to do that if he starts letting other people be involved. Listen. Okay. See, I am Rapport Stereo Podcast. Stay tuned. Coming up next, both of the Charlo twins live from the Gloom Tomb in Los Angeles. All right, the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast World Tour is picking back up this summer. July 26th, me and G. Moody, last name rhymes with duty, will be in Toronto, Ontario at Danforth Music Hall at 8 p.m. We will be back in New York City August 4th at the Gramercy Theater. Saturday, August 18th in Houston, Texas at the Warehouse Live Ballroom. Wednesday, August 22nd in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at Union Transfer. And Saturday, August 25th in Boston at the Wilbur Theater. The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast World Tour is going down this summer. You can get tickets at IamRappaportTour.com. Me, G. Moody, whose last name rhymes with duty, and you know there's going to be special guests along the way. We kick things off July 26th in Toronto, Ontario at Danforth Musical, 8 p.m. Canada. Here we come. All right. I'm happy to have the Charlo twins face-to-face because last time I had you guys on York. the phone, yeah. pre-fight, Jamal... Yeah. Jamal was getting ready to fight, but yeah. J- Jamal. Jamal, yep, yep. Jamal. Yep. Mal, Mel. That's <laughs> the easiest way. Yeah. All right. So last time I, I talked to you, you were getting ready to fight in Brooklyn. Now, you don't look like twins now. Like, you look like you're a, a, a guy who's like a, a fighter who's like, I don't know. Like uh, I'm normally always bigger than my twin, but... Um, just naturally, yeah. yeah naturally, I'm a little, I'm a little, you know, carry a couple pounds. You, listen, you just kicked ass. Yeah. In Brooklyn. Yep. Two, second round. I was right here on this couch in front of this TV going, that's my fucking guy. That's my fucking guy. So that win, I mean, I know you guys respect your opponents, but it was a relatively easy fight. Yeah. We made it look easy. No fight is easy. Made it made it look easy. Because, I mean, listen, all you I guys... definitely are, made it look easy. If you look, at, if you look at that last knockdown <laughs> that guy had, he threw it like a monster hook. Almost one. It was the training camp for me. I had a long, hard training camp, and I went through it. And when I went in the fight, I had no feeling. Like, it was like I was numb to, like, if if anything is going to be worrying me. So, it was, it was you know, pretty good fight, you know? When you have a fight that's that quick, mm-hmm. I mean, it you know, to, to the fans, it's quick. You know, for you, it's a, to, you know, it's, it's all the moment. months of buildup and preparation for that moment. And and it's, it's I, I, you know, being a fan, I know that it's not as simple as you go in there and beat the guys' ass. Like, it's training. It's, you know, it's everything that goes into it. What do you take away, like, from that specific fight that you just had? Um, Like, the, the little time I was able to just place my eyesight on them. You know, all I can just think about is like being faster, being first, being more or But I mean, I didn't really have time to do all that. So I just kind of like sit back and mm, whatever, everything that happened, happened for a reason. And how was Brooklyn, the, the crowd? I loved it. It's I fun, it. right? You can feel the energy when you walk out. Like, it's that fun. It's that loud. Okay, you got to grow on you. Brooklyn got to yeah. definitely grow on you. It ain't something that just 
Not everybody got fans in Brooklyn. Not, yeah. They don't like everybody in Brooklyn, but we we thankful yeah, that they Brooklyn don't group. like trash fighters. You know what Brooklyn like is knockouts. Right. You can get the distance and still might not gain love out there. It, they like knockouts, and that's what we've been delivering out there. And, and I think you know, like I, I think you're right about that. Even more so than the Garden. Right. I think Brooklyn, because just it's just a rowdiness. Yeah. It's Brooklyn. You know, it has an edge to it. Um, what needs to happen now for you to get your chance at Triple G? Um, basically, Golovkin got to just want it. He's just got to want to fight me. Um, he's 36, been the champion as long. Is he 36? Uh, yeah, 36. 34, something like that. 30, 36. Okay. Um, so, like, he's 36 now. He's had his opportunity, you know, to reign for this long. And, I mean, Golovkin had everything in his in his favor. So, like, as of right now, for me to, want, for me to get the actual fight with him, Abel has to want to fight. And what does it come down to? Is it the promoters? Is it the venue? Because there's so much bullshit with boxing i mean it it seems like when i was talking a while to like you know like this one and that one and then then this person gets in the way and then there's a showtime and there's hbo and bob arum and fucking don king and there's always these roadblocks and it's like you you fight you get in shape and then it's like you gotta wait 16 months to fight again and and like i I would feel like you'd want to like keep going keep keep fighting stay in shape if i can stay active um, a lot more active. I'll be a lot more like fresher, a lot more like know what's going on when it's, you know, time to really just get in there and, and, and fight. But like I said, you know, um, Golovkin got to want to fight me. Abel got to want to fight me. Their whole camp got to want to fight me. I'm open for the fight, um, but I'm not going to like, like have my hopes up all on it. Like, because if it don't happen, I'm going to be let down. What what is the timeline where you be like, well, fuck it, he's not gonna fight me. We got to set up the next fight. Like, is it June? Like, wh- when do you sort of like g- um, give give it the, the end? Him and, him and Canelo have been having some talks about something in September. Um, I'm gonna probably fight like in August, so I'll be ready for the end of the year. Whatever happened at the end of the year, I'm ready for it. If I get that call, if I don't, if I you know next the the year after. Um, but I'm 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 gonna hold my ground. I'm gonna stay in my position, and I'm gonna just uh, stay ready to fight him. Now, as since you want Golovkin. If if Canelo and Triple G uh, do get it together, are you like I want can I want Triple G to win because you want that train to keep going for you? You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, um, securing the belt at the weight division. What say it again? So I say securing the belt at the weight division is was important for, 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 for yeah for me. It's so definitely champions. about getting right. the belts. Canelo don't have the belt, so I'm aiming at uh, Golovkin first. Once I, I beat Golovkin, then I I have no choice but to get Canelo's and Jacobs and all those type of fights going to approach me. I won't have to run after the fights like looking like I'm not I don't know my worth because I'm running after these fights trying to get a fight that and they're not trying to fight me. So I'm making myself look like like even bad because I'm just yeah, I'm thirsting for another fight that I really can do without or do with it. So, I got I mean, you. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I can build my legacy, but my legacy have more power if I fight Golovkin. I got you. Um you're getting ready to fight the ninth, mm-hmm. June 9th. Um, this guy has been eating cheeseburgers since he won, as he should. As he should. Okay, I'm just, just going to call it as... Hey, listen, if I just kicked some guy's ass in Brooklyn and got paid, I have a couple of fucking cheeseburgers, and I didn't kick anybody's ass. Yeah. I had a fucking cheeseburger today. Hey, I don't like cheeseburgers. Or what have you been eating then, man? Because you look... Okay, fucking steak. steak. Great. <laughs> Good, fantastic. You earned the right to eat the fucking steak. I'm just Lots saying. Lots of He's crazy with it. All of it. I got it. So where are you at like with, with your training? I'm, I'm in phenomenal shape. Okay. I've been training since my brother was getting ready for his fight. Um, so I knew that June 9th would feel... Amazing to me, um, 
you know, I'm getting my friends to walk me out in the ring. Who's coming? I'm, um, you know, we- I got I got Chris Brown, who's who's who created a song. Um, so we're gonna use that to walk out. We also got, you know, it's just a lot of it's gonna be a lot of superstars there. But LA is second home to me, so this is big for me. You know, so um, I've been in preparation long time, long before then. And the best feeling that I got is that I have a crib here, and it's like. You know, something for me. My brother gonna be there. You know, he get to finally be sitting back watching me do what I gotta do again. And so we continue to bring on a, a legacy. Now I'm fighting Austin Trout. He another guy that's like, you know, another guy that's that come to fight. He a dog. He a warrior. But I'm a I'm a champion. I'm a twin. I'm a different animal. And he told me that he gonna shut down the Charlotte show. So it's too much buzz going on. And and that's just a lot of little formal inside hate. Whenever a fighter really saying something like I'm gonna shut this down and I'm gonna shut that down, that 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 has a lot to do with um, you know, them seeing that these guys are popular, these guys are popping, and uh, you know. So at the end of the day, he focused on the wrong thing. You know, as you guys, you know, blow up and you know the brand of the Charlo twins as as a brand. Do you find that like there's more like you know haters and resentment and they're like we want to kick if they're fighting you they want to kick both their asses yeah. you know what I mean like fighting you they want to kick both their asses like are you finding that like was yeah. when Trout says he wants to shut the Charlo twin showdown yeah that's like that's just like you know <laughs> at the end of the day I don't know if he hating what he what is what is for but yeah, all he did was just open up another can you know uh, I call it a can of whoop ass you know okay so, and, and we gonna we gonna make sure that he understand that. This show ain't gonna get shut down, and, and we want to continue. Basically, when you tell me something like that, you saying I'm coming to mess up their careers. I'm kind of ruin they, what they got going, and they buzzing all like. We want the world to know who we are. We want to be the best fighters out right now. You right. Know, we want everybody in the fans and the boxing fans to like and respect us and and join in with us. You know. And so if you are gonna come being Mr. Austin Trout and you want to shut it down, or you want to be Mr. Triple G and shut it down, you got to fight it though. Yeah, it's gonna put up a fight for it. So, um, thank you. You lit up another fire, you know, the, another burner on the stove, and and so be careful what you touch, you know. And so that's what he did. What what kind of fighter is Trout? Like, obviously, I know you guys, you you respect your opponents. What kind of fighter is he? Uh, to me, he more of a, a, a like a, a he's a he's a, a a high rate, you know, boxer. So he throws a lot of punches. He not necessarily one. He has seventeen knockouts, but. Um, that could have been at the build up his career. Right. Um, he had, but you know, going into this fight, I don't believe Trout coming in there like, oh, I'm gonna knock out one of the Charlo twins because um, that's a that's a rude awakening, you know. And so he might be on. I gotta outpoint him. I make he gonna be on something like that. So um, if if he lasts, if he lasts, it is what it is, you know. What is the 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 apex of training in terms of? Uh, uh, like what is the most intense day? Walk me through your most intense day through this training process. Like, like literally, like what time do you wake up? Like, walk me through the whole process. Yeah, so like I normally go. I, I normally wake up about seven twenty, seven nineteen every morning. And what seven nineteen? Like, literally. you set the alarm for seven nineteen? Not at all. I just wake up like that, even when I'm out of camp. But and what about you? Do you like this? Yeah, I wake up. Could you hold them? Like, wait, but do you I wake, I wake up? It's like early. the twin in you seven nineteen. Like that's a fucking weird yeah. number seven nineteen. Yeah, yeah. I wake so. up early too. You know, we wake up, I wake up around that time and, you know, I always try to take a shower in the morning because the showers help me, you know, open my pores and, you know, get sweat warm. when I get to the gym. Okay. And so, um, you know, go downstairs, eat breakfast, you know. You take, eat before you go to the gym? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. And like, how much do you eat? Like, I'm, I'm curious because yeah, I, you're I a high level athlete. Mm-hmm. I'm a high level non-athlete. Yeah. So I want to know what I'm not doing right. I hate to say this and I feel like, you know, a lot of boxers, some boxers can't do it, but, I, you know, I go out to eat in the mornings. I go out to eat for dinner. So, 
we even go out to eat for lunch sometimes. It's like we just we we try to cook at the house, and you know, some days you know I like to make stew, and you know I like to make stuff like that when I'm just chilling, like set the crock pot, come okay. back to it type of thing. But we just be like one in a right after training. It's so intense and it's so hard. I'm training about 15 rounds, 16 rounds a day, up to 20 rounds. You know, in in the gym, hot, real hot, 30 second rest bell. So with that being said, I'm. You, you train your body. So you're for doing 30-second breaks, not 60 seconds. Yeah, not 60 at okay. all. Okay. Yeah. So with the, And then is I'm in there with champions, and I'm in there with guys that are undefeated. Right. So, you know, a real intense day is on a Thursday after a Monday, Tuesday, and a Wednesday go by. Your body kind of already tired. You know, we ain't on no extra juice or none of that. So your body right. recovery is important. Right. So um, on a Thursday, it's like, man, you know, we... You, you, you wake up and you, you, you get your food in, then you got to go spar, you know, and spar. Off is, the top. Off the top, yeah. You go straight to the gym and then spar. And then right after sparring, we go over to, you know, we, we might rest for like an hour or go out to eat for lunch. And if we don't eat, if we don't go out to eat for breakfast, we'll go out to eat for lunch. Okay. And then we'll, you know, sit there for like an hour. By six o'clock come, I'll be sitting there waiting um, to go to strict conditioning. While I train at SMU and nice I do workout. run out, yeah, it's intense, other more intense workouts. And by time, by time I look, style going down, you know. And and those workouts are what? Because those like weightlifting, like- it, it could be um, catastatics. <laughs> it could be things like, you know, running the track, miles, putting in miles at the, you know, trails. Right. Uh, my brother, he loves trails. He'll 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 let all his friends ride bikes and he be the one running. So I can understand that. I use that as well. Um, we cycle as well. We do so okay. many things. We go swimming. Um, we both have saunas in our house, and okay. we got a, I got a basketball court. So we, you know, we just try to you know stay active throughout the day. And when okay. you look up, when you finally look up, it's time to go back to sleep. Mm. So that's how the day goes. The whole day gone. Yeah. So you you know your guys you know like you guys talk shit. You're out. The ladies love you. You're out in the clubs and all that stuff. How do you right now stay focused? You're in L.A. Mm-hmm. This is like fucking. You know, how old are you guys? 27. 27 years old. Yeah. You're chilling. You're talking shit. How do you balance shit talk and work? Because you you're in work mode. This fucking guy, he's whenever, imposters, mistakes. Whenever, whenever he is in work mode, he he blaming on me. Okay. So just pass the shit over here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but like, be honest with you. But be honest with you. It's so hard. It's just like. We live our normal life. We I got wanna, you. We young. We want to live our normal life, and we run to mistakes. We know what's right, and we know what's wrong. I got you. And so it's not like a, we sitting over here trying to, you know, be per- perfect and live like, oh, we boxers. Them, them the guys that make the mistakes. You know, Evander Holyfield was a guy. Eventually, he, he used to sneak out his, out the house and go 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 to have sex or something. You know, we ain't really we ain't really with all that. Even hey, though it's he put it in. Yeah, Evander. yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many fucking of, kids does Evander have? No, no. Is he in the teens? He, he I think so. He up there, but but I remember talking. He putting with him that work in. He, his, he, I remember talking with him, and he was telling me and my brother personally, like that. He, what happened was he he had the you know his mom never really let him go out and let him uh-huh. let him do things, and when he did, he got a chance to sneak out. It was so super fun for him. But unfortunately, with us, we the adults and we the. We we are the team. I so, got you. Yeah, we know what's right and what's wrong. You don't need to be pushed to stay yeah. like to stay, stay on Absolutely top. Absolutely. We really hungry for the sport. We really want to be the best. We want to feed our family. We want to continue to feed our family. I got and you. Do what we got to do. Um, what did you think of uh, the Bronner fight? You watched it. You were I don't know where you. Yeah, we 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 both watched it because we talked about like that yeah. that whole when we were on the uh, the yeah, phone. Yeah, go watch the it. The Takashi thing yeah. and you know and it's like I like shit talking, but Bronner I felt like lost that fight. At best, it was a draw. And and I mean, 
like at the end of the fight to be so like listen you i think you have to respect your opponent yeah. and at the end of that fight like i don't think he showed any respect they're at just, all like just, at least dap up and then talk shit i mean yeah, he, he disrespected himself more yeah. with all the cursing and the just like the just just the unprofessionalism yeah. He just, you know, Bronner just don't do a good Calling job. Calling to do the homosexual in the ring and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Was that what he was doing? Yeah. I mean, he told him, me, you gay, like, don't, like, right. I ain't, I ain't, we ain't gonna do, do it again. Like, right, right, like right, 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 right. I don't right. remember that, but that's just Bronner. I mean, I guess now, I guess the people have gotten to a point where they're just gonna accept him for who he is. And, and I guess that's what you want the world to do, but um, you ain't getting that out the Charlotte Twins. Eventually, he'll get into a fight where, you know, it's either he gotta let it go or he gonna. Because um, he could, he come back to boxing saying he's making changes, this and that. But now he's taking he's taking it too far. Making I think you videos. do that to promote the fight. Yeah, yeah but I, as well, you know. This promoting and then, the, like, I, again, I, I it's get... It's promoting and fighting. And ignorance. And, then, and it's also, like, it's like... I just thought it was a bad look, you know, and, and on a good night. And that was a good fight. So do you guys train together? Like whenever like you we put- can, when when we um and he's in Houston or if I'm in LA or Dallas or anywhere where we're both training, um yeah we work out together like intense. I'm the fast twin. He's the country twin. Like he he break horses and stuff like that. He, he the fast get- twin. I'm the strong twin. No no no. Not in that situation. I mean in a situation <laughs> like like the the urban life like the the downtown. Yeah, the fast life, and he. Uh, I like an acre. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So that's the difference between. That's really the difference. So between you us. fucking love Los Angeles, and you're more like, oh, let's go back home. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. in Texas. He really to go back home. Like he got a, yeah. like before mine. I got you. Yeah. And so, have you guys ever sparred? Like, yeah. When, like, and ha- I mean, but like, is it spar sparring? Like, you don't go full out. Like, no, it's more I like, like work, I right? would like being there sparring and beating his ass, and then he get mad. He beat your so, ass? Nah, nah. I mean, I don't let my brother, I don't want my brother hitting me hard. <laughs> you can hit the mother dudes hard. You work with me. See, in boxing, you got to know when to turn it up. You got to know when to turn it down. So when he's and, trying to turn up. Yeah, yeah, not on me. He ain't doing that on me. But right, now, right. we you haven't sparred so when I'm trying to turn up, he is, he is mad. Like yeah, I said. I don't, so we don't spar. hit him hard. So that's why we done sparring with each other. Like it's, it's, it's a wrap. We'll never fight each other, never spar each other. Because I got a bad attitude. He got a bad attitude. Oh, you want to hit me hard? Boom, boom. Then we'll just break off fight. I would fucking pay to we'll, see that we'll shit. Be, yeah. We'll be in a ring wrestling. Not a real on, fight, but just the sparring. Yeah, we'll yeah. wrestle on the floor. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we ended up like that. We don't want to do that no it more. It happens, though. Um, so. You said you guys like basketball. Mm-hmm. And what is your takeaway? I mean, we talk about like greatness. Uh, uh, I talk the most shit about LeBron James. He's leaving me no room. Like I'm run out of things to say. Yeah. Uh, w- 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 have you ever seen anything like this? And in, in just in the, like the domination of a sport, this motherfucker, a beast. He he, he running this team right now, and uh, they doing an awesome job to me. I mean, for him to be able to control, he he is a coach and a player right the now. The whole and the GM. Yeah, he, he's the point guard, the yeah. center. He's selling the popcorn. That's what's gonna yeah. make him better. Yeah, I mean, and, that's and, what make him better. Than a lot if you could do it, you could do it. I mean, what you don't like about LeBron? I see you be at his neck. The the thing that I don't like about LeBron, it's a good. I like that when like when I'm interviewing people, asking questions. The thing that I don't like about is all the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I don't like the like. It all started with the big three shit with yeah. like the D Wade, Chris Bosh team, and then after all the bullshit that went on down there, after they got their asses beat by San Antonio, instead of re-upping, they beat your ass one time, you beat their ass he one did. time, you go back to Cleveland. He did, yeah. Like, and and I think that he, I, th- I think by him doing that, 
the rest of the league, you know, well, we're going to get together. And I'm like, fuck that shit. Like, I think I, that was the dopest thing, though. I mean, that, but it that made it political, time. though. It made, it made the NBA a lot more political than it should be. That's why the Golden State now, they got their big three. But they drafted know? that three, and then Kevin came afterwards. Like, those dudes were like Draymond and these guys. Like, even Steph and Clay. Like, but they, it's always been that way. It's all the, the NBA has always been about putting a massive team together. You know, it's all but, like, that's what teams are. But I don't like are. the friends and family shit. Like, yeah. I don't like the banana boat it's shit. Been different. It's yeah. been different now that, like... Kevin uh, Durant and Curry and all those guys got together, you know, Wade and, all, and LeBron. I mean, everybody right started now, LeBron, doing it. I feel like is in a little bit of trouble because he has to get a real solid team. The, the controversy that have happened, we talked about the, the 40-40 club uh, incident. You guys explained that. Which, it was you, you weren't fighting, like you were going, what happened with like with the gym? They said you were going in there and you smell like marijuana. There was a, like. I was yeah. going to lose was weight. Was you? I was going to lose weight and. And my brother was showing up to help me like two hours later after he had finished working out. So he was just showing up to motivate me a little bit. But one of the guys that that we know uh, um, met us at the gym, and he's a trainer for the NBA, and he trains there a lot, and he met us at the gym. This is in New York? Yeah. He actually works for them, and yeah. he left his apartment, do yeah. whatever you do at home, that's his business. He walks in, he talks straight yeah. to the lady. You know, he's tra- talk to, yeah, like these guys, he's smelling super loud. We like... Dang, you know, right. we here for a fight. We we ain't worried about all that. We ain't no weed and all that crazy stuff. Right. You know, so this guy, this guy comes in and the lady knows. It's very obvious. She knows who it was and everything. But she came at us like, no, we're not letting y'all in. First of all, she gave us access to uh, say, everybody just pay $40. But if y'all don't, if y'all don't want to pay $40, $40, man, we'll, we'll definitely pay $40. So she she then t- turns around and says, no, we I'm, I don't want to give y'all access at all. So then it became, what, what? You know, this a corporation. Now nah, we're a private owned gym. Y'all just go to another gym. Y'all this and that. But, you know, at the end of the day, we found out that our friend, um, Chris Brown, who who also got uh, denied and oh, ejected right. out of that same place, she just really had a, she just, that's just how she is. So it became a real racial thing for us. And we really, we didn't respect it. Um, we working on, we got lawyers right now. Is that, is that for real? Is it? A, yeah, this a real, this a real situation because we talk, you know, we don't want to be, we don't want to let this happen to us. And then we overlook it like, oh yeah, we, we'll just never go there no more. Nah, right. this is something they need to dig deeper into. Um, they need to take this in front of a judge. She needs to be fired. Um, the company needs to dig deeper into who they're hiring uh. and that stuff. Starbucks did it. Starbucks respected it and shut down their store for uh-huh. one day and taught them classes. And I believe that uh, this lady and their staff, they need to go back over it. She also had, they, that. that's not the only, you can go back and look. This is not the only discrimination case against this, this company. And, you, so, but these things that are because these are high end places. These right. are supposedly the high end gyms, and you know they make them high end because they don't want a lot of people. They don't want certain people in there. I got you. Get you. It? So if a random company come, a random group of guys come in and they want to pay the money, I mean, gosh. You, so, so, but are these things good for business, bad for business? Like the forty forty situation. This, like, like, how how do we keep these things so it's not like, oh, here comes trouble with the Charlo twins? Well, I mean, it is what it is. We, I mean, we we we're boxers. Um, when that's the number one thing that's we're never going to be looked at as like that's a dominant sport. That's a sport where you got to kind of fear a little bit. It, it comes with a problem no matter what, you know. Um, and you know the forty forty situation. It's not something that we couldn't avoid. As you see, somebody taking a running off of the bag and full of jury and money. They 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 was plotting on that before right. they even came. The lady, she already knew we was coming to support my brother. Like she, they already had these things. All we doing is counterpunching everything, and, and and I mean nothing else we could do about it but just continue to do what we do, um, and try to stay out of trouble. Right. But if we run into trouble, you know, make sure that we not we not the ones being the assholes on the back end.
Do you find that, like, in terms of, like, the way boxers are viewed or the way fighters are viewed, like, it is, like, it's not like, oh, it's a football player. Like, it's just, it comes oh, sort yeah. of with the, ter- like, UFC, boxers, like, it just comes with the territory. Troy Mayweather st- set the, the standards high for us. You know, he made bo- people re- look at boxers like, hey, hey, they super arrogant, cocky, rich. You know, they do that to us. So we get stereotyped right away. And, and with that, you know, so I don't, I don't, I don't know. It, it it wasn't a bad. I don't look at it as a bad pub. Sometimes mm-hmm. it can ruin your stuff. It can mess. It, it can do it better. But this was just something like, hey, well, who are those guys? Now you looking at you. my career. Now I got now you. Now you paying attention that we were actually really dominant, good fighters and knocking boys out. So I got you. Thank you for thank you for the post and thank you for everybody going viral and looking at this and taking it serious. And we're gonna take it more serious. We're gonna let y'all know. Not only are we those dominant crazy boxers, yeah, we got a whole political team and lawyers behind us. I got you <laughs> like uh, that. Do do you guys ever? Uh, I'll ask you both individually. Do you ever dream in boxing? Like, do you ever have boxing like, like dreams? As if I'm fighting already, just whatever fighting. Ready, yeah, get your hands yeah, taped, I, hit, I, hitting I, a heavy actually, bag until you wake I up. Whatever. I have dreams that come um, back to life, um, like deja vu. But it'd be like me signing an autograph, or me signing a glove, or some me meeting another boxer that I always wanted to meet. It'd but be, not like actual, like physically, oh, like I, I actually had those. Yeah, we had those before the fight, like right before the fight, like actual while you're sleeping. Yeah, like while while you sleep, you, you watch fight. it so many times on tape and video, and it's just replaying in your mind. And as you go to sleep, you fall asleep. You might end up with a nightmare. You might end up with a you know a, a super dream. Yeah, it'd be like that. What What's the difference between uh, being hurt? And buzz in a fight. Uh, I think hurt is where you can't recover. You know, hurt is where it's like taking a little bit longer to recover. Buzz is like boom, that was a good hit. Zzz, it's it's there. You're like a little stun. Do like you, you feel it? it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You felt definitely. it, but you didn't every, feel every it. Every boxer right. should know what that feels like, just so they know what to do when it happens in the middle of a fight. Um, sometimes you can get hit in like an eye socket, and it can just make it go real blurry. It's just certain things you got to do. It's adversity. That's adversity in a fight. And but. and when you guys are in a fight, like in a war, I you know I don't know if you've been in like war, like the the press. But when you're when you're like fighting, I mean, it's such a like it's not like oh we could go play three on three. It's not like we could go play flag football. It's not like you could go to batting cage and hit a, like boxing is like it's a that's it's why one on one sport. And it's not like you know you you could just go do it. You could go hit a fucking heavy bag. You could hit a speed bag. You could go, you know, hit the mitts all you want. But until you're actually getting punched yeah. and and punching, it's a different thing. When you're in there, like, is it like can you hear what's going on in the crowd? Absolutely. You you're aware. We're conscious, you know, especially us and certain fighters. They zone out and all that. But we we thirty and zero. We've been in the game for so long. 19 years, 18 years in the game, this is like, this is easy for us to be able to focus on the inside and outside. And some people get distracted on what's going on on the outside. And that's why they end up trying to showboat and get hit with stupid stuff or, you know, trying to talk to the ref. And, you know, you, you know, I, I don't want to mention a fighter. He start humping on other fighters, all that crazy stuff. He's just entertaining the crowd. But that, you know, that's all stupidity and it can end up, it can end bad for you. Can you hear your trainers talking to you? Absolutely. Yeah. Because you're used to hearing them in the corner. So that so, voice is sort so of like, yeah, it's like you have like yeah, a volume for yeah, that. You're used to it. All right, listen. June 9th, yeah. the fucking Staples Center. Yeah, Turn up. Yeah. I'm going to be there. Turn up. I'm going to be there talking shit. Yeah. Austin Trout. Rocking the Lions Only t-shirt. Oh, no, that, I'm, I'm there. Like, yeah. like you're going to hear your trainer and you're going to be like, who the fuck? Oh, that's Rappaport. Like, you're, yeah. like <laughs> during the fight, like you might actually be like, shut the fuck up. You're overshadowing my trainer. We want to see you right. fight fight Triple G. Real soon. We want a lot of notoriety. No trouble. I don't want you guys to get any fucking trouble. You're in LA. Yeah. 
You're you're ready to get the fuck out of here. You you're like go ride a horse. I don't know what the fuck. You look like you're ready to go to the goddamn club. I'm always fresh, you know. All right, listen. I wish you a lot of luck. Uh, uh, June 9th, I'll be there. Um, I train super hard, so the club ain't even on my mind. To be honest with you, you're ready to go. I'm, I'm ready to you're go. Ready. I'm a, I'm a, I'm really a dog June at 9th. this, and we do what we do for a reason. All right. Yeah. Charlo Twins, I thank you uh, for coming back on the Iron Rap for Stereo Podcast. Yes, yeah. And and I can't wait to see you guys rock uh, live and in person in Los Angeles. Let's do it. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. All right. Cool. Appreciate it. All right, Iron Rap Poor Stereo Podcast. I want to thank the Charlo Twins for rocking with us. G Moody, last name rhymes with duty. You know where to find us. Talked about the world tour. The world tour commences this summer. We started off in Toronto, Ontario. We're going across the country and in Canada. I'm Rapport Stereo Podcast. Miles, Jordan, take us out of here with something funky. I suggest watching Game 4 with your brooms and your cleaning supplies in tow because it's getting shut down. Clean up Cleveland. I'm out. Peace.